Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Survivor Wild Cards. I'm Allie, and this is the podcast where we talk about our favorite television show, Survivor. So, for this episode, we're finishing up our Road to 40 series, where we talk about all of our previous winners that are returning for the upcoming 40th season of Survivor. And as you may have noticed, I will not be joined by Brendan today. I'm doing the intro all by myself. Um, but today, I can feel a monsoon coming on. I can hear a Hubicki story. I can taste Mike White's red wine. And I can see those piercing Wilson eyes. Also, where is Davy? Today, my sister Emily will be joining us to cover Kentucky Nick Wilson as our final winner for our Road to 40 series. So, Emily... Would you like to tell us a little bit about where you're at with Survivor, like um, the seasons you've seen, you haven't seen, whatever, your experience with the show. Also, before I let Emily talk, I just want to say our voices are pretty similar. So (laughs) this might be kind of a harder one to listen to, um, but, you know, we have very similar opinions anyway, so if they blur together, it's fine. Okay, Emily, so you can take the wheel. Um, I'm not Emily. This is just Allie doing a podcast by herself (laughs) in two separate voices. Um, Yeah, so anyone listening knows that my sister Allie is a crazy person. So she made me watch Survivor. Um, Can't remember when she started. I think my first season was Cook Islands. She made me watch Cook Islands because she knew I'd fall in love with Ozzy. (laughs) Um, I did. Uh, been hooked ever since. I think I've watched almost, I, I say almost every season except for 12 of them. Um, that it's seems a like a chunk, lot though. to not have seen, but I've seen a lot. I watch a lot. Um, and I guess today we'll be talking about Nick Wilson in yeah. season 37. Um, so Emily will be leading this episode. I'll be chiming in here and there, but she has her own. She did the the research on Nick Wilson, so um, it's it's her episode to cover. He's her winner. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so, that said, there's not too much out there about Nick Wilson. He won season 37. Um, 37? He will... <laughs> I probably should have done that here. <laughs> he will be playing again on season 40, so it was only a couple seasons away. He, has, he doesn't have much of a post-survivor story. Besides the fact that he got engaged since he won. Um, oh, he's not married yet? I don't know if he's married yet. I'm pretty sure he's engaged. He's just engaged. Um, well, I feel um, like if you Google... Congratulations, Nick, Nick Wilson. I but. feel like if you Google Nick Wilson um, and he was married, his wedding pictures would come up. And I didn't find yeah. those. Yeah. Um, so he's gotten engaged since uh, Survivor ended. That's pretty much his big thing. He still hangs out with Davey a lot. They go to Mayor Slamtown's um, wrestling matches. That's awesome. Love um, it. But there's not a ton of post-game stuff out for him. Um, yeah, so um, when Brendan and I decided to do this Road to 40 series, we kind of divided up the work a little bit and... The way that it made sense to record, we didn't record them all in order. So as this is the last episode that we're going to be putting out, I'm sure we've covered this by now. But um, so I think that on the rewatches, some of them were a little rougher for me 
But re-watching David versus Goliath was just, like, such such an experience. I, like, really like that season. I think the reason Brendan and I divide up the work was so we didn't have to rewatch every season. But I, think I decided anyway. to rewatch this one anyway because I really like this season. Yeah, um, so my experience with watching David vs. Goliath is a little bit weird. Um, I came home from college for a break, and our parents were already, like, two or three episodes in, and I was just like, can I swear on this? Yeah, you know you can swear on this. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck it, I'll, I'll just watch this season, but I hadn't really seen the first couple episodes, so um, I didn't really have that whole Nick's name being thrown around in the first episode. Which vibes. is a very different, like, from start to finish experience. Oh, I also meant to say at the top of this that Emily and I are from Albany, New York. And going into this season, I was very much ready to root for Pat for a long time. <laughs> I was very excited about Pat playing, and I was very sad when he got medevaced. So... Hopefully, Pat will get another chance to play, or maybe we'll get to see some other Capital Region people thrown in there, but it was really sad, you know. I'm glad Nick Wilson lived another day, and we can talk about whether or not it actually would have been him in that first vote later, but I will say I was very sad when Pat got medevaced, although I was also happy that Nick got to live on. I learned just now that Pat is from the Capital Region. You didn't know that? He's from Cohoes. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was from oh, Cohoes, though. Okay, don't do that, because that's, like, why he's a David. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Um, yeah, my only distinct memory of Cohoes is every time we went there to play softball, that guy that old man would just be at the field. I forgot that was Cohos. Yeah. So Emily and I were in the same um, athletic council as Cohos. And every time we'd go to the softball field, there would be this like old guy there who met well, you know, not going to like flat out say he was creepy. <laughs> but <laughs> not anyway. going to flat out say he wasn't <laughs> you creepy. You tell it because I don't remember what the animal is. Um, It's a little elephant. So he <laughs> handed out these business uh, card size little cards. They were laminated with a dancing green elephant, a picture of a dancing green elephant on them. And it just said, you are special. And correct me if I'm wrong, you still have yours. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to track it down, but I might I'm have two sure or three. I'm in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway. I'd just like to know I'm special. <laughs> Moving on. Nick Wilson. <laughs> so Nick Wilson, um, so when I was going through Allie's room before I came here, I found this list of rules for these podcasts, and it says, <laughs> because Allie and Brendan are both Brendan Virgos. Brendan made the rules. I didn't make the rules. <laughs> um, nobody sent me the rules. I just stumbled across them. We added you to the Google Doc, but that's neither here nor there. Did you add me to the Google Doc? Yeah. My school email that I don't have anymore? No. Oh. The Gmail. Okay. Well, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Um, so it says to start with giving some stats. I like numbers. <laughs> numbers are fine. Um, so Nick Wilson votes in 12. He votes in a lot. He votes yeah. a lot of people I mean, Jabini goes quite quite a few times, da and so does but, David. But David's so, yeah. quite a few. So really, there's two votes he's not a part of. Mm -hmm. um, Natalia and uh, Je Jeremy. Is that his name? Off the top of my head. Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy and Natalia are the Natalia. only two votes mm -hmm. he's not a part of. Yes, plus um, there's the Pat Medivac and there, there's, there's B, B quitting. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as voting goes, he votes 12 times. He's right 9 out of the 12, 3 out of 4, 75%. Pretty good record. 
Yes. Yeah. Pretty good record. Um, if you Pretty count good record. his steal a vote, he got ten votes right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he voted Dan twice. <laughs> he did vote Dan twice. Um, excluding the final tribal votes, he's never voted against. Mm-hmm. He was three votes shy of a perfect game. Um, in final tribal, uh, Nick Wilson got seven votes. Mike White got three. Angelina rang in the zero. Um, the great Stephen Fishback zero votes. <laughs> Stephen Fishback getting zero votes in Token Chains was way more surprising to me than Angelina <laughs> getting zero votes. But again, neither here nor there. Um, except I had heard you and Brendan talk about it on a different episode of Survivor Wild Cards when you were covering EOE before I watched Token Chains. So maybe a little less surprising. <laughs> um, he wins three. Nick Wilson wins three individual immunity challenges. Mm-hmm. The last three. He wins at the finale. He, he wins at the finale. Yeah. Um, so it's like two, and then the finale one because they like count it weird. Is that what you mean? Or... No, I mean there's three challenges in the finale. He wins. Oh, the three. he wins yeah. the three in the finale. Gotcha, gotcha. Because um, when you look it up, it says he wins two, and then, like, the fire-making one, they, like, call it a oh, weird thing. Yeah. Um, but he wins the last three um, in talking to Rob Sesternino. Rob was like, Nick, this is a little fishy. Like, <laughs> yes, there's less competition. You're competing against fewer people, but is it really, like... Were you trying? And Nick was like, no. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I really turned it on the end. Right, like, and in my opinion, he didn't need to turn it on any earlier. You know, his mm-hmm. name was thrown around day one, day two, and then maybe like day 30? Yeah, he doesn't hear it again until Davey's the one who brings it up. Where's Davey? Where's Davey? <laughs> um, so, wins three individual immunities. His tribe doesn't win a lot of immunities. Um... And he has zero votes against him. He finds one idol and one advantage, which is the steal vote. Um, he finds the idol with Davy, and he finds the advantage with Davy and, and Carl. Carl. Yes. Well, Carl just kind of follows them after uh-huh. they already found the clue, and then Davy does like a little dance on the rock. <laughs> he twirls the stick and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, which he, which Davy talks a little bit about that on his um, post game retrospective, which was fun to listen to because Davey's a cool guy. Davey's great. It's mostly about him cosplaying The Walking Dead. (laughs) (laughs) I love Davey. But it was great. Um, So that's pretty much the big, the highlights for stats. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, those are his overall numbers. And then there's some other stuff we can talk about. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, I feel like, with Nick, but also this season in general was such a great season because... So many people were great, where, like, I really like Nick as a winner, but I also am, like, I would like to see most of these people play again. Yeah. So I think that this season has a lot to cover. Especially people kind of towards the end who got a little less time. Allison, Kara, people... I like to root for the women. I love a good women's story. I love a Uh good Parv and Andrea. I love a good female... So a lot Power of people story. were saying um, in real time that Kara was going to be the winner because of her edit. So Kara has a very prominent edit and not a very interesting story in terms of like a winner story. 
Yeah. Um, Kara's one of the people who, looking back, I can't remember what it said her job was at the bottom of the screen. I can't remember where she's from. You don't hear a lot of personal stuff about Kara either, mm-hmm. whereas I think they played that up way more in the David tribe. Like, this yeah. is where we came from. So I, I also pulled think- myself up by my Coho's bootstraps. Yeah, so in real time, while this season was airing, Josh Wiggler, towards the end, said that a David has to win. With the narrative they have set through the whole season, a and David has to win. the story of David and Goliath. Right. But also, like, there, there are ways they could have framed the season in individual things where it could have been more convincing that a Goliath could win. It could be cool, and I did think that, like, if a Goliath would win, it should be a Davidy Goliath. Mike White. Or Angelina was also or a David Lee Goliath. That's what the, my one of my favorite lines of the whole season, besides Angelina saying his piercing Wilson blue eyes. Because <laughs> that's Wilson's the exact moment I think I fell in love with Nick Wilson. I was like, oh. And then they merge and his eyes match the buff. Uh, they did it on purpose, I'm sure. Did it on purpose. Um, but right after the mix-up, it goes to a Mike White confessional, and he says something like, we all looked around, and our tribe is the Davids Jibini. of the Davids. Yeah. Um, Jabini, which Nick says he referred to as Jabroni most of the time out there. Mm-hmm. Um, because Nick Wilson is like a secret frat boy. He <laughs> is. He is. You know, Nick Wilson's island persona, I think, was more frat boy than we saw. Especially after his week one edit. Mm-hmm. So, he, week yeah, one... Yeah, do you want to talk about yeah. the first three days a little bit? So, the first few days, Nick Wilson and kind of Davey both get to the island and they're just fangirling away. So, mm-hmm. Nick Wilson is like, I just want to, like, chill with these bros and, um, you know, look for idols. I'm like, I'm on Survivor, man. <laughs> and then um, he forms quick alliances. He names all of his alliances because he watches Big Brother and he's like, that'll make people feel special. Um, and then no one else watched Big Brother, so they were just like, oh, I feel special, basically. <laughs> um, so he makes quick alliances with, uh, Elizabeth, they're both from Kentucky, um, names that one Thoroughbreds, um, and he's friends with Davey right away, so, um, Nick's not really helping with the shelter, he's just palling around, cracking jokes, you know, um, and then, like, day two, Elizabeth comes and is like, Nick come on, I'm hearing your name already and it's day two. We haven't lost a challenge yet. And everyone's like, yeah, we'll just like boot Nick. Um, well, basically Carl and Pat seemed to be like, let's boot Nick. Cause he's not a hard worker. Mm-hmm. We need hard workers right away. Um, so then it kind of just shows Nick turn his game around. Um, kind of becomes like a new person. He's the Southern charm. I think in the first or second episode, he's like, I'm just trying to be JT. Like, I want my game to be like JT. Yeah, I think for Nick, um, and we'll talk a little more about Big Brother later, but I think for him, being able to buy time was very big. You know, so when Pat got medevaced, who's to say who would have been the first boot? But Davey says not Nick. And Christian says 90% Nick. And Christian didn't want to vote for Nick. So really, who knows? But I think that... Nick really took those extra days he got because the Davids do end up going to tribal again and turns his game around completely. And then he talks about also at the merge when they're throwing Elizabeth's name around, he doesn't want it to be Elizabeth, but if it's Elizabeth, it buys him three more days for it to not be him the next time. And his name really never gets thrown around. 
Right. And he does say that, you know, at the merge, like, he was close with Elizabeth. He liked Elizabeth, but in being such a big fan of Big Brother, you know, the structure of who can get voted out is, like, different, different. in Big Brother. It's a lot different, yeah. It's two or three people, right? It's, um, it's complicated. It's complicated. It's, so, but it's Essentially, it's two people. So two people in your alliance could be the only two people that have the possibility of being voted out. Right. So he was talking about how strategically... You know, you have to be willing, if you want to go far and do well, you have to be flexible with losing a member or two of your alliance, if that's the best move for you. So he talks about that in terms of Big Brother, too. Right. And I think the big thing, though, like, I think, you know, I think naming the alliances helps him. You know, it makes that connection. It's whatever. But I think the big thing he gets from Big Brother is that. I think... When Lyrsa's name is thrown around, he doesn't want to vote Lyrsa out. But his willingness to be like, I can lose Lyrsa and my game can survive. And who I need is Mike White on my side. I think I think those kind of things are what helps him get to the end without his name being thrown around. Right. Um, which seems like agency to me if you want to get into this right now. We can get into agency right now. Um, you have more to say on this than I do if you want to um, So basically when Christian at the end votes for Mike White, he says, I hope this is a transformative game. I hope my vote shows that more people should play like Mike White. I like Mike White's game. I do like Mike White's game a lot. But I don't think agency, just because you have the most agency, means you should win. I think in Samoa, Russell Hance had a lot of agency but I still like Natalie White as a winner. You know, I think there are examples where agency doesn't dictate your your whole game as being right. I think Nick's agency in the beginning, I think Nick had agency where it counted. And I think on certain votes, you know, um, so today is August 14th, 2019. So we're releasing these out of order. But basically, we just came off of... Edge of Extinction, we haven't watched Island of Idols yet. But I think agency is a big thing in that season. Like, you see Victoria vote after vote without a lot of agency, but still going with the numbers, still playing a great game, still, like, she's not on the wrong side of votes, and she plays a great game. I think that's more important than being able to dictate the votes. Being able to survive and get past the votes is more important than having the agency to be like, this is what I want to happen and this is what's going to happen, which Mike really only had on three or four votes, even though they were the end of the game votes. He really doesn't have them on a lot of the beginning votes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Mike White and Nick Wilson have this similar moment in episode one where they're both almost caught like looking for idols and yes. both of their names get thrown around in episode one. So Mike is immediately on the bottom in the same way Nick is. Well, and then the first tribal council Mike White goes to, his closest ally gets voted out. And he has to vote for him. He has no choice. It's a unanimous vote. No agency there. No agency there. Exactly. Um, no, I agree. And I think... I think I... I think agency matters a lot in, I don't want to say building your survivor resume because I just listened to a Rob has a podcast where they just kind of shit on the idea of having a resume. Um, I think that was Nick, but Mm -hmm. I think if, 
it, having agency helps with one or two big moves, great. You don't need it on every vote. You don't need to be Russell Hans. Well, here's the Russell thing. Russell Hans doesn't win ever. Agency really means your ability to make what you want to happen happen, right? So let's talk about if we want to if we want to talk about a lot early on. Let's do it. Let's talk about splitting a minority vote. That seems like agency to me, <laughs> um, even though it shouldn't be. And the thing about that vote is, um, it was kind of between a few people, and you just see. Let's go back and do a little more exposition. Gotcha. Um, how far back? Just just talk about the vote a little more, splitting a minority vote, what happened, all that jazz. So post-merge, Elizabeth goes home first. Mm-hmm. Um, the Davids and Goliaths are kind of talking cross-tribe alliances. They're like, this is season 37. We're going to try. Everyone wants to work with everybody. We're going to try to do cross-tribal alliances, merge tribal alliances. Voting blocks, trust clusters, all that jazz. All that. Um, And so they're talking cross-tribe and they're saying, you know, Carl, who was a David, wants Elizabeth out. They butt heads in their merge tribe. He wants Elizabeth out. He's throwing her name around, drunk at the merge feast. Um, Mm -hmm. So all the Goliaths kind of jump on that. Like, that's an easy first vote, like we can get some Davids on board, they already, the Goliaths already had the numbers just by one going into the merge. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do that if we can, and then next time we can maybe work a little bit differently, get a Goliath out, and kind of go from there. That seems to be the way to make both sides of your cross-tribal alliances happy. Right, so we have this strike force alliance, they call it, which is Hubicki, Gabby, Nick, and then the Goliaths are Mike... Allison. Allison and Alec. Alec. And basically, Alec loves to flip. flip. Basically, for the first vote, they're like, let's get a David and then we can go for Goliaths after that. But as long as we can keep the other Goliaths thinking we're Goliath strong, that like keeps our alliance under the radar, whatever. So basically, they're like, okay, cool. Everyone's on board with Elizabeth. Let's just do Elizabeth. And then a few other names get floating around, pretty normal, whatever. But essentially, before Tribal Council, this strike force alliance, the Davids, Nick, Gabby, and Christian, kind of come to see that they just kind of wanted to get a David for the first vote, and they're not so sold on this cross-tribal alliance thing. Right. I think it's the next week they start throwing Christian's name around. Exactly. So it's like, what did this alliance even matter? It's And it's not even they're throwing, like, Carl or Davy's name around. A right, different it's not David, like a not second in a David. Force. It's like it's, someone in this supposed alliance. Let's make an alliance and then target our alliance. So Nick was like, yeah, I think in Nick's post game, he was like, I'm surprised that even made the show because it really didn't matter. Yeah, Nick's just walking <laughs> down the beach and he's like, they pulled me over and said, do you want to be in my alliance? And Nick whole game is I'm gonna say yes to everything anything and everything um so anyway the John vote the the John vote breaks my heart every time (laughs) for John um so the John vote they um it's the second week after the merge and the Davids particularly kind of Nick um mostly is the edit they give um Mm kind of hears that Christian's name is being thrown around um I think they show Alec telling Nick, but Nick says that Mike and Angelina, like, also kind of told him uh-huh. that they're throwing Christian's name around, and that's not really the story that he heard. Um, I think Allison 
John and maybe one more person we're all still telling him it's Angelina you guys vote Angelina and then she'll be the Goliath gone mm-hmm. um and they were like that seems fishy but okay and then they kind of heard that it was Christian so Davy at this point has an idol Nick has a steal of vote, and mm-hmm. Carl has an idol nullifier. Yes, and Nick considers his steal of vote him and Davy's steal of vote. Right. Um, and Dan has two idols at this point. He has two idols at this and point. And Dan yeah. has two idols at this point. So they know Dan has at least one. They suspect Dan has two idols. Yeah, I think they suspect it, and then they suspect it more when after he, this tribal. After but, yeah. this tribal. Yeah. And, yeah. So, they are trying to figure out what set of advantages to use to keep Christian. At this point, they want the numbers. They know they can trust Christian. Christian's telling them the truth. And um, there were a few Goliaths who were not telling the Davids in their alliance, the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, also, Dan wins immunity. Dan wins immunity. So, basically, they kind of want to go for Dan here, but he has immunity. So, as as far as Nick and a few other retrospectives have said, John was Dan's closest ally. Um, closest ally. So, they decide to go for John instead. But, right. Um, and I think Nick said something along the lines of... Um, there were three people who I asked them right before tribal, is it Angelina? And they all said yes. yes. Or something like that. He said, he basically said, the people who are lying to me at this point are John, Kara, and Dan, and I can't vote for Dan. Right. Um, and they kind of thought they could get Kara out at some other point. Mm-hmm. So they were like, let's take out John. Um, and Davey likes Kara, you know? Like, yeah, Davey Davey doesn't Kara, want to Kara out at this point. Davey and Kara were on their mix-up tribes together. Mm-hmm. They had a bond, which we literally never see. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they're trying to figure it out at a couple days before tribal, or maybe a few hours before tribal, no one really knew about Davy's idol, so Nick was kind of trying to figure out what to do about the advantages and how to play those where they still have the numbers. And then um, Nick tells this cute story of him and Davy on the hammock, and <laughs> Davy is like, dude, I think we need something else, something not an advantage, wink, wink. And they're just like, oh, we have the idol. Um, so... They're planning on playing the idol for Christian. They know Christian's getting votes. Save Christian. He's been honest. Mason Dixon Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still in good graces with Christian. So they want to save Christian. Um, good numbers, David numbers. So they plan on playing Davy's idol for Christian. Dan has immunity, and the Goliaths still think that the Davids think that it's Angelina. So they think that all the David votes are going towards Angelina. So they don't split the votes. They so all go for Christian. They all go for Christian. Because um, at this point, the Goliaths have the numbers. Mm-hmm. It's... It's 7-5. Seven, 7-5. Five. Seven, five. Mm-hmm. So if you think they're all voting for Angelina, you have on good, good intel that they're voting for Angelina... Seven beats five. Right. Every Might as time. well throw all your votes at Christian. 
So the Goliaths throw seven votes at Christian. Idol, idled out, don't count. Um, so, first time ever in Survivor history. First time ever in Survivor <laughs> history in season 37. Um, the Davids are like, let's split our votes. They, and like, we know Dan has an idol. We know Dan has an idol, and we can't vote for Dan anyway, so if he gives it to someone, doesn't really matter who, somebody we split our votes on is going home Mm -hmm. if their plan is still throw seven at Christian. So they throw three at Angelina and two at John, I believe. That's what I thought, too. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know Nick votes for John. So Nick and Davey, I think, vote for John, but... In Nick's retrospective, he said he told Christian to vote for John. But I'm pretty sure it ends up going three Angelina and two for John. But they might not have read the fifth vote. They might not have read the fifth vote because Angelina's votes don't count. Angelina's votes don't count. So basically, um, Angelina thinks it's her. So right after Davey hands Jeff Probst the immunity idol and says, I'm going to play this for Christian... Um, Angelina looks up at Dan. He's in the back row. She's in the front row. And she's like, Dan, it's me. Please, please, please. Yeah, please, please, please. You have to save me. Like, come on, Dan. I know you have an idol. We all know you have an idol. Uh Uh-huh. And then Dan gives the idol to Jeff Probst. And he's like, I'm going to play this for Angelina. And then he goes to sit down. And Angelina's like, did you tell him who you're playing it for? (laughs) (laughs) Dan was like, Jeff Probst, let me play that one for Christian, too. Um... So Dan plays his idol for Angelina, and um, Jeff Probst reads the votes, and they're in classic Probst order. So all seven for Christian come out first, because he's like, they're going to play the idol for Christian. I watched the behind the scenes or whatever. (laughs) Um, And he says, I'll go tally the votes. He puts them in his Probst order. So all seven come out for Christian. They don't count. One comes out for Angelina. One comes out for Angelina. And it flashes to Nick Wilson with his piercing Wilson blue (laughs) eyes. And he just says, well, now what? (laughs) And Rob Sesternino asked him about this. And Rob was like, dude, you knew that (laughs) you knew you voted for John. (laughs) What was that? And he was like, I'm just trolling. (laughs) He's so fun. That's another thing Nick said that really stuck with me was he was like, you know, it's season 37. People are going to want to have fun playing this game, and I want to have fun playing this game. Yeah, and I think that's one of the other things that made this season so enjoyable was even John, who got two this votes vote out. and was voted out, was just kind of, like, laughing about it. He, he was, was just such a great sport. So good-natured about it. Yeah. Um, you know, season 37, crazy. It like, you can't... Such a great cast. Can't predict baseball, Susan. <laughs> um, That's pretty niche. <laughs> for this crowd. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was a pretty big move, and that's actually the move Nick cites as his biggest move in his final tribal. Which I agree with. I mean, it's a historical move that has never happened before. Yeah. Um, I would argue that Nick has comparable big moves. Like, the vote steal was pretty big, too. Yes. Next tribal. Mm-hmm. Um, are we delving into that yeah, now? Yeah, go for it. Um, okay, so tribal after now. Um, John goes home with two or three votes, which is crazy. Second week after the merge. Yes. Um, but pretty cool. 
Um, game's picking up. The game is afoot. Um, game is afoot. And so the next week, do you remember who wins immunity? Allison, I want to say. Allison wins immunity. I know she wins one. Everyone wins one, and then Nick wins three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Allison wins this immunity. Um, yeah, I took really good notes, and I left them at home. <laughs> so we're just kind of guessing. Um, but somebody wins immunity who's um, not Dan. Not Dan. <laughs> um, and basically, we're worried about Christian again. Christian is labeled this big threat. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone on the David tribe calls him Fishback, like, from week two, just <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, you know, he's his trope. He's his archetype, and that's kind of viewed as a big threat at this point And in I the also game. think part of it is, like, day one on the mutiny, he gets picked as the weakest man, but also then he wins that challenge, and he solves the slide puzzle someone in their final wand up was like christian hubicki solves a slide puzzle faster than gabby can start crying (laughs) but he he solves that slide puzzle so quick like he gets put on the spot right away and in his retrospective he talks about how he had all of these plans for his game and then on day one he gets called out and put on the spot and all those plans like dissolve he can't play an under the radar game he he has to can't play the nick wilson game he has to perform right so is another thing because nick wilson is a lawyer he is a smart guy that does not always come across and, and that was very purpose. intentional right mm-hmm. right nick wilson could have played the same archetype as christian hubicki but he didn't and that was a good choice mm-hmm. um but back to this vote um so christian's name is being thrown around again he hasn't won his immunity yet um and the numbers are seven six right now no that can't be it six no, five six, five yeah i added instead of subtracted <laughs> um the numbers are six five right now six goliaths five davids so the davids are still desperately trying to get the numbers but they have a pocket full of advantages still mm-hmm. um dan still has one idol that we're all pretty sure after he not wastes one on angelina but gives one to somebody else yeah i mean it's technically a waste but they planned it for a split vote so it doesn't it doesn't really yeah um affect the david and goliath numbers so much um affects angelina's game because she makes it to final but um so i can't remember where i was um so it's six five six five think that six goliath votes are going on christian the davids decide to have their david advantage powwow David advantage powwow. So they're all sitting on the beach, all five of them left. Pretty sure Christian has his idol at this point. Pretty sure. It's in my notes that are at home. Um, I'm pretty sure he does. So I'm pretty sure at this point they have an idol nullifier, a steel vote, and an idol. I don't know if I steal a vote and an idol. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Christian had his idol before Davey played Davey's idol for Christian. Right. So, yeah. So, so he Christian has an idol. Mm-hmm. So, they're all sitting on the beach, and they're like, what are we going to do? This is a group of people, like, that we trust right now. Mm-hmm. What can we make happen? Can we get the numbers? Um, so, there's... 
a very... People are all up in arms about all the advantages that are in Survivor now, and there are a lot. Season 37, you have a steal a vote and an idle nullifier. Yes. And that's tricky to use in one vote if you're kind of using them in conjunction. First of all, the idle nullifier is tricky to use. Yes. Because you have to specify who's idle. Right, so if Dan plays his idol for Alec, and they wrote Dan on the idol nullifier, the idol still works. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, the smart way to play the idol nullifier is to be like, I want this person going home no matter no what. matter what. Right, and apparently, I got this based on post game retrospectives. I'm not a hundred percent sure on it, but I believe that. If you play the idle nullifier and no one plays an idol, no one knows you played an idle nullifier. Okay. I think they don't say anything about so it. So Carl doesn't say, bing! So, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that when Nick stole the vote from Allison, they were like, were you worried the idol would have been played for Allison? And then Carl gets no credit for a move. I think they would have just said nothing about an idle nullifier. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nick said he wasn't... That were like he wanted Carl to get the credit. Nick, yeah. Carl, and Davy were a tight three. I want to say, and things get edited differently based on the winner, but I want to say that Nick and Carl and Davy saw more clearly through Allison and Alex bullshit than Gabby and Christian did, and I think that's why they were saying David Strong. I think that. Nick and Carl and Davey saw that Alec and Allison weren't actually going to flip and were just, like, teetering on Keeping their options open. Exactly. You know, talking about how we want to work with everybody in season 37. Let's do some gameplay. And then they never really made a move. Mm -hmm. And, like, Nick and Davey and Carl saw that, which is why they were like, you know what? Like, Nick was like, I want to steal this vote from Allison because she is the one who keeps not pulling the trigger. I also think Nick said he was a little mad at Allison at that vote. Yeah, because so. he he felt like she was the one holding them back mm-hmm. from flipping. Um, so, they essentially play the steal a vote. Nick steals Allison's vote. Nick votes Dan twice. Mm-hmm. So, now the numbers are 6-5 six, six, David favored. Um, so all six David votes go towards Dan. I think the five go towards Christian. Doesn't end up mattering. The five. Oh, they might have split with Angelina as the safety net. That so, might have been this vote. Yeah, so they call it an insurance policy. So Allison and Kara and Alec basically are pretending they're going to go with the Davids and split the votes with Angelina and Dan, but they're really not going to do that until Nick steals Allison's vote. Mm -hmm. So when Nick steals Allison's vote, Kara and Alec end up voting for Angelina, Christian gets three votes, and then the rest go to Dan, plus the idol nullifier. Right. So Dan's like, I think his words are, there's something fishy going on. Those aren't his exact words. I don't think he says fishy. (laughs) Um, Something weird is going on. I'm playing my idol. I don't want to go home. I just want to be safe. Um, And then Jeff Probst in his Probsty voice says, this is a hidden immunity idol. And this is a hidden immunity idol nullifier played for Dan. Dan. Uh, (laughs) Bing! (laughs) 
Dan goes home. Poor Dan. Um, now we're 5-5. Five, five. Even footing, David's and Goliath's. Yes. Um, and onward from there. Onward from there, we have a very legendary immunity challenge with Hubicki and Alec. <laughs> so Alec knows he's on the chopping block. Um, he's like, look at who just... Because drunk-ass Carl told Kara. Also, but look at who just went. John, big, hefty, mm-hmm. muscly John. Um, Dan, big, muscly Dan. And Alec's like, oh, I'm the big, <laughs> muscly guy left. Like, these uh, Goliath men keep going. So, even if drunk Carl didn't tell anyone, um, Probably it, it looks like Alec. Yeah. Um, so... This is a immunity challenge where you have the option to sit out and eat nachos, I think. Mm-hmm, it's nachos. Um, the biggest platter of nachos in the world. Ever seen. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, I think Nick, Carl, and... Angelina. Angelina sit out and mm-hmm. eat. Um, and... They're like, oh, are you worried this looks, this comes off as cocky? And Nick's like, we haven't won any rewards yet. We're starving. Yeah. And in his retrospective, Nick says something along the lines of, if I knew I wasn't at risk, like, I'm going to eat. I'm not in danger. I'm going to eat. And I think in Christian's retrospective, he says, you know, maybe I should have sat out like Nick did because I only drew more attention to myself. Mm -hmm. But in the end, I was the one who had to take out Alec or it probably would have been me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so, five to six hour immunity challenge. Six. It's somewhere in between, I think. I think it's yeah, closer six to hours, six. Alex steps, steps off, yeah. Yeah, so it's the Jesus one where it kind of <laughs> looks like they're getting crucified. Yeah. They have to hold their knees in the weird position and stuff. Um, ropes, hammers, and nail through their hands. <laughs> um... So it's the one that anyone can win, in anyone my opinion. Can win. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those that, like, I'm watching Survivor. I'm not super athletic or super quick or anything, and I'm like, I could do that. It's really, like, willpower, and Alec keeps saying, I'm, I'm not, I'm stepping, not stepping off. I'm just not going to step off. After six hours, Alec's kind of, his vision blacks out. Yeah, <laughs> after, like... Hearing Hubicki rant for three hours. He's yeah. like, I'm done. So the show really, <laughs> TV show plays it up that Christian Hubicki is talking for six hours straight. They really do start at the three hour mark. But yeah, I mean, it is like the, it's the overwhelming feature of that challenge. And Gabby holds out for three hours too. Like mm-hmm. Gabby. so Which is crazy. That's Gabby, amazing. Yeah, three hours. <laughs> it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And in Hubicki's retrospective, he talks about how... That challenge was, like, actually a real bonding experience. And I remember Gabby stepping off. Like, when she falls down, she just starts sobbing. And Allison goes over to hug her. And it's, like, it's so real. But then in the next shot, she's on that bench cheering everyone on, you know. Yeah, so very, very long challenge. Alec does not want to step down. And he just, his body gives out. Yeah. Um, I loved Alec. So... You know, I don't want to say this on air, actually. I'll tell you later. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Alec goes home that week at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure Angelina votes with the Davids because she's mad that her name was thrown out as an insurance policy. 
Yeah, I think that um, Allison fights hard to save Alec, but there's just there's just there's no nothing. chance. Yeah, so uh, the name Allison is trying to throw around is Carl. So Carl's the one who we see throw out Alec's name first. And this is the episode where they start to call him the Godfather. Actually, this is a double episode, and Alec is the first boot, and Carl is the second boot. <laughs> right. Um, so... That was a lot of detail on a couple major votes. Should we kind of skim? Yeah, so we can jump forward. So basically, um, if you want to talk about the the grand scheme of things, after the Alec vote, the Davids get the numbers back. And then... And then, so the Davids get the numbers back. Um, you know, they go back to camp and they're like, finally, this is the first time in the game that Davids had the numbers. Gabby has game. been fighting for these numbers. These are the numbers Gabby wanted. Gabby wanted so badly for the Goliaths not to be treating them like Davids and for the Davids to have the upper hand. But Gabby and Carl don't get along. No. (laughs) So, um, and I think Gabby is one of the people, I don't want to say this is her downfall, but I think at least the edit shows it as her downfall. She's very worried about getting the credit. She's building her resume. Yeah, I mean, I do think that when you're a woman not in an all-female alliance, it's really hard to, to get, get credit any credit for I your moves. I totally agree uh-huh. with that. Um, which may... I'm not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> that's a different season. <laughs> different, different season. Um, so, Gabby is instrumental... Not instrumental, but her votes are... Not not instrumental. Well, basically, at this point, right, so we're at final nine? It's four or five. So we're at final nine, and Gabby is like, okay, I have all these moves, but no one thinks all these moves are my moves, so it's time to start building my ding, ding, ding resume. resume. So I need to start voting out these people that are taking credit for the moves that I want to take credit for. So, that starts with Carl. Starts with Does Carl. Does end with Carl. <laughs> Gabby wants Carl out. Gabby and Carl butt heads anyway. And Apparently they have for a while. Yes. And everyone's kind of under the impression that Carl calls the shots. They're calling him the godfather. Carl at Tribal is like, if you want someone out, you know, come talk to me. Mm-hmm. And that's the tribal he goes home. You know, he gets kind of voted out for being too cocky. So basically Christian says that he didn't go along with this plan because Carl was the godfather, because Carl was a threat. Well, I shouldn't say because he was the godfather. He didn't go along with the plan because he thought Carl was a threat or taking too much credit. He thought that Carl was too hard to work with if the plan you wanted wasn't Carl's plan. Which is fair. And Davey kind of... Um, in his retrospective, talks about how sometimes in the game it kind of felt like the difference between the super fan and the recruit. Mm-hmm. Carl was recruited. He didn't really go through the application process. Nick, yeah. Davey, I think Christian. I'm not sure if he was a recruit or not. No. Christian and, and Nick were in the system for a little while. Right. Yeah. Um, super fans studied the game, um, kind of knew when to draw back, knew when to try to play as under the radar as you can. Um, and Davey thought that was just a big striking difference between yeah. his game and Carl's game sometimes when they were seen as like 
they made a lot of the same moves. You know, and later we can talk about the Davy vote out, but I think for Davy's game, and probably even Nick's game, this Carl Blind side was a blessing in disguise, you know. So they're on the wrong side of the vote, and that's not great for them, but it, especially for Nick, it opens his game up. Yeah, and this is one of the few times we see Nick not get overly emotional. Not really emotional is the word I want to use, but kind of lose it a little bit. Lose the... Emotional is a good word, though. Lose his persona that he's kind of been acting as. He kind of falls out of character a little bit. Yeah. Um, Because he just is aghast that after they worked so hard, they used an idol and two advantages to get the numbers. And in his opinion... To save Christian, mm-hmm. not his opinion, to save Christian, um, Christian and Gabby then make the numbers even again. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure in his retrospective, he calls Christian ungrateful or unappreciative. He's like, we did all of this, not just for the numbers, but for Christian. We wanted to work as with Christian. As soon as we have the numbers, Christian flips. Right, and they wanted to work with Christian. They were working with Christian, and yeah. then he kind of blindsided them. And, and Christian was like, you know, the best they could promise me was Final Five, and I wasn't cool with that. And Nick was like, when you build fire at four, how much better than Final Five do you want? Right, right, right. Um, so Carl, not Carl, uh, Christian and Gabby flip. They vote Carl out. The week after, Gabby's thinking that this looks more like Christian's move than Gabby's move. Family visit week. Family visit week. Um, Family visit week, Nick Wilson's very cute. Um, (laughs) Big Jim's pretty cute, too. Big Jim's pretty cute. Um, They play play a nice, cute family. Um, You know, something that's interesting that I just heard, because I I listened to the Wiggle Room for the final, um, uh, the final Wiggle Room for this season before we recorded, and um Josh Wiggler like was ranking who he thought was gonna win and he he ranked Kara as number three most likely to win going the final six finale and he said one of the red flags for him was her mom passed away like three years before the season he was like at the family visit they didn't say anything about that and if she was gonna win they would have put that in her story yeah I just thought that was interesting yeah um Nick has a great family visit. Nick has a great family story, too. Yeah. Um, Nick is a tr- the true David story. First in his family to go to college, then he goes to law school. Then he goes back to his hometown. Right. Instead of a fancy law career, he's a public defender in his hometown. He works on, um, like, drug rehabilitation cases a lot. Um, because his mom, I think three or four years before Survivor. Yeah, he said three and like a week or two before they started filming. Um, had passed away from a drug overdose and that was, um, one of his big David stories and Mm -hmm. one of his big personal growth moments on the season. Yeah. Um, was kind of talking, therapying that out (laughs) with, um, his David tribe and then kind of mentioning it again at Final Tribal, saying like, I don't want pity, but... Yeah, and I'm sure it was there throughout that we just didn't see it, but it was a good way to full circle for him. Yeah. Um, Nick gave gave a good final tribal. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought Mike White did, too. Yes. Um, Yes. We're not there yet. We are (laughs) Gabby wants Christian help. Yeah. Um, So we're at the family visit. So Nick wins the family visit. With Angelina. Which typically is problematic for a game. But 
Nick says in his retrospective that he's really lucky he got randomly paired with Angelina, so he didn't have to not pick Angelina. Right. Um, yeah, and... I mean, that's not explicitly what he said, but that's what I took from what he said. Right, and, um, you know, he has a very easy, not easy out with who to pick, because usually who to pick kind of rubs people the wrong way. Right. Um, he just said, I made a promise with Davey long ago. Where and- is Davey? <laughs> oh, Davey's on the family visit. That's where he is. <laughs> with <laughs> Hazel, his beautiful mother. Yeah, um, in his retrospective, Rob at the end was like, would you and Hazel ever play a Blood versus? Oh my God, Mark? I love that so much. I really just want Davey to play again. I think Davey said, probably not Hazel, but a sibling might play with him. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, anyway, and then Angelina <laughs> picks Mike White. Mike White. So it's Javini and Davey. Mm-hmm. Um, they make a final deal, Davey was like, these are Nick's friends. This is not my crowd. Right. And again, Nick is like, but it's Final Four. I so can't. you can at least build fire. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. And Nick, like, one of Nick's big things is like, I'm going to keep my options open when anyone comes to me with a deal. I'm, I'm going to say yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Mike White did that too. But Mike White was also like, I'm making this deal. I'm making this deal. I'm making this deal. But they were all social moves, not strategic moves. So it came across a little differently. Yes. Um, so they go family visits. They make um, Final Four deal, which Davey's skeptical about. But I'm pretty sure he says yes. He's like, oh, yeah, sounds great. Take me. Uh-huh. Um, then Mike White doesn't take him. No. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, Gabby's kind of back at camp talking with Allison and Kara mostly about maybe it's time to get Christian out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gabby is planning on getting the votes for Christian. Um, Nick. Nick. Decides. So when Nick and Angelina and Mike White and Davey get back to camp, they catch wind of all of this and, um, Mike White and Angelina are like, really? And Nick is like, maybe you guys should just vote for Gabby because Christian has an idol. And then basically everyone tells Christian to play his idol and get Gabby out. So the show kind of shows it as like Nick wanting to get Christian out on that vote because Nick does vote for Christian. But on that vote, I'm pretty sure Nick votes for Christian. He does. He does. So Nick votes for Christian and then I'm pretty sure after Tribal... Like, on the next episode, Nick is like, oh, we couldn't get Christian out on that vote. But Nick actually was the one who was like, you guys should vote for Gabby, and I'm going to tell Christian to play his idol, because people are always going to want to get Christian out, and I don't know if we're going to have another chance to get, to get Gabby, Gabby out. out. Yeah. Um, good move for Nick. Great move. Great move. Um, I feel like if you take out Gabby, you hinder Christian. If you take out Christian... Gabby you hinder Christian. <laughs> you hinder Christian, right. Like Gabby can kind of maybe slip through, but I think if you take out Gabby, you cut Christian off at the knees a little more. Even though Christian might have stronger relationships with other people than Gabby, he's still a target and now his main ally is gone. Right. And it kind of uh cuts to Davy a few times this episode talking about I like working with Christian. I don't mind working I don't mind that he lied to me last week. Whatever, it's the game. And he is a great shield for me. I want mm-hmm. him here because my name's not being thrown around when Christian is here. Right. Um, but, and that, here's and Christian a, tried to do that with other people, but ended up not, so. Yeah, and 
here's another thing about Nick's game and that being such a subtle but like big move like cool move it's a cool move mm-hmm. he's just like laying down in the shelter and it shows him tell like Mike and Angelina wouldn't it be funny if you guys voted for Gabby or something like that um and one of the criticisms of Nick's game at the end of that final tribal is that he played too early like his mm-hmm. big moves come too early with the John vote and then what did he do right I disagree with that I think that he does stuff after he's big in the Dan vote he's big in getting Gabby out he gets Christian out I he think wins it's immunities tough. at the end I think the votes he's left out for he has immunity for so it's really hard to say I would say that winning three immunities at the end is also big game moves I agree, but it's also like I they they workshop the question: Would Nick have been voted out if he hadn't won those immunities? And they say no, but Nick's not too sure. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but that Kara was... wasn't too sure either. Right. You know, Kara Kara said that. I mean, Kara's biased too because who knows if they're telling her the truth or not? But Kara was like, "No, we probably would have voted Nick out." Mm-hmm. And um. Another thing that kind of struck me as, like, a big Nick thing, something he was doing that other people weren't doing, is it cuts to, like, three or four different confessionals at the merge of different people saying, like, we just made the merge, now the game starts. Mm -hmm. Never cuts to Nick saying that, because he's been playing hard since day two. Yeah. He's been making alliances, making moves, watching his allies go home with Lyrsa, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, so he sends an ally home in Lyrsa, and by voting for another David, he picks up two more allies in Mike White and Angelina, and he ends up sitting next to them in the end, you in know? End, yeah. and, and if you want to believe the story Survivor is selling us, they're the reason, you know? I mean, he won those immunities, but they were a final three plan from seven. Mm-hmm. Maybe eight. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so Christian plays his idol, Gabby goes home, um, they boot Christian the next week. Yes. Yeah. In a very unceremonious send-off for Christian Hubicki, who is kind of the character of the season, he kind of just gets, like, it's kind of like a bait-and-switch from Survivor that you actually buy. You don't, like, see those very often, but, you know, a lot of talk is about this Nick and Davey stuff, you know, I think um, Davey... Oh, no, Mike White wins immunity. Oh, right. So this right. is where Mike White starts to play and hard. Nick mm, had just found his idol the week before, made a fake idol, found the fake idol so people wouldn't look for the new idol. Uh-huh. Davey wins his... Um, Reward. He wins his seven idol. His idol is only valid at this tribal, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, but he also wins reward that week. That's what I meant. He does win a reward that week, and Angelina's like, I didn't want to bring up the rice. But she brought up the rice. <laughs> she did want to bring up the rice, and she brought up the rice. Okay, so now we're at the finale, and Nick wins out. But first, his best buddies voted out. Right. So it's either Davey or Allison this vote. Um, it kind of shows Mike White's agency. Um, yeah, so this is the... Um, I like. You lied? Yeah, I lied. I was going to say this is the wine thing, but it's the next one. It's the next one. Um, right, so um, between Davey and Allison, 
Mike White is friends with Allison. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Davy goes home. That's probably not why Davy goes well, home. Well, Mike but... White says he wants to split up Nick and Davy, which is great. I really don't think Nick is going to vote out Davy. I mean, Nick, Nick says said he, he wouldn't, wouldn't vote, vote out, out Davy. Nick said Davy I think that's... going was good for his game, but he would have never written Davy's it's name. It's bad for Nick's game to not vote out Davy, you know, mm-hmm. but he wouldn't have done it. And this is the only time that Mike can do it. If they're going to vote out a Goliath, if they don't vote out Davy, this is like Mike's last chance to get Davy out. Right. Um, so Davy goes home. It's really, Nick's just sad because they're V-Fries, they're best friends. Um, this is that final third. This is that because Mike promises Nick it's going to be Allison at that reward. Right. Um, okay. And yeah. then that's that's another reason Mike is or Nick is so pissed when they get back. He was like, Mike promised me it would be Allison. Every vote has to go Mike's way. Like it ne- he was really mad. Right. And that um Nick kind of talks about how that just kind of raised some red flags in his mind that might have not actually been real. It might have been like day 30 whatever kind of stuff that yeah. has Mike been playing me this whole time when we voted out Lyrsa. And I was like, okay, Mike and I made this decision. I think it's hard to not have those thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, day 30, day 5, five whatever. whatever. I think it's hard to not have those thoughts. I think it looks bad on Mike for giving Nick his word, for asking Nick to believe him when he's the only David left, and then to just do that. But, you know... I think it was better for Mike's game, and it was also better for Nick's game, and Nick was thinking emotionally at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so Davey goes home next week. I'm so sad. Nick wins immunity again. Classic. Um, mm-hmm. So Nick wins immunity again. He's been wanting Allison out since forever. Forever. Probably um, since he stole her vote. <laughs> probably since he stole her vote. So... Nick wants Allison out. This is the last time you can use your idol. Angelina has a stray idol in her pocket. She wants to play it correctly. (laughs) So Angelina wants a big move. She wants to, and her and Allison have butt heads the whole game. I don't know know why. I never caught the origin of that. Apparently this is what happened. Early on, when there's still Goliath versus David, Angelina approaches Allison, and she's like, we're very similar. I feel like it will be very easy for us to be adversaries. So we should just stay really close, and then we'll be fine. And they were both like, okay, cool. Then they get mixed up. So this also, I want to say I'm saying from Angelina's perspective. I didn't hear Allison talk about it. Um, So then after the merge, the whole Elizabeth thing happens. That's the first merge vote. And Allison is the one to kind of blow up Angelina's game and being like, she, this is jury management for sure. Also, Angelina rubs a lot of people the wrong way at that vote by basically the way we see it, the way we see it. But even before that, she's telling everyone they have to vote Christian. She's telling every Goliath it has to be Christian. And then a bunch of the Goliaths, after she walk away, are all kind of like, we don't really want to vote Christian now. And kind of all of them are kind of like, well, maybe it shouldn't be Christian if she's the only one who wants to vote Christian. And then she was like, 
I just don't understand why I'm blindsided with this information. Why, like, it's, like, why I, yeah. Why they're making a decision and not including me. When that's kind of. Right. And, like, in her confessional, when she's walking away, she's like, they don't even realize I just steamrolled them. Yeah. She was so proud of it, and then she. And it didn't work at all. It didn't work at all. So, basically, um, that rubs a lot of the Goliaths the wrong way. She kind of, like, loses Dan in that, who she was kind of a close ally with before the mix-up, and then in in that, she also loses John, who is, like, also her ally in the mix-up, but also, like, Allison and Alec and Mike are all apparently part of the strike force at this point, and they don't want Christian, so, like, all of it goes wrong for her, and then the Elizabeth thing, kind of just, like, she digs her own grave with, and Allison is like, this is jury management, blah, 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 and then also... The bigger thing is on the um, Dan vote out when Kara and Alec write Angelina's name down. Allison didn't have her vote, but they get back to camp and Angelina's like, so what happened? And Kara and Alec are basically like, we're sorry. Like, we kind of were thrown off. Like, we just had to do it. We thought it would help our games. And Allison was like, it was just an insurance policy. Whatever. Yeah. So at that point, Angelina's annoyed, and Allison is like, I just don't care anymore. She starts rolling her eyes at Angelina, which... Eh, anyway. <laughs> Some people, that doesn't go over well with. Yeah. Um, so, so this is the Allison vote out. This is the Final Allison five. vote out. Angelina makes a fake idol... Everyone kind of knows it's fake. Allison tries to play it anyway because she knows she's going home. And why wouldn't you mm-hmm. if it's in your pocket? Um, so Allison plays Angelina's fake idol, and Angelina's all smug about it. Angelina plays her idol for herself. She doesn't need it. Gets no votes. Um, and I think Kara's confessional thing while she's voting says, I just don't want her to have played her idol for Yeah. Um, you know, she was very gung-ho about wanting to play her idol correctly. So, Allison goes home. We're at four. Final four. Mm-hmm. Jabini plus Kara. Yes. Um, Nick wins immunity. Nick wins immunity. He's up against Kara, the final two for immunity. It's the ball thing. It's the ball thing. Um, it's really sad when Kara loses. It's really sad when Kara loses. Although, when I rewatched, I did notice Kara was kind of cheating a little bit. I mean, no one called her out on it, so it's fine. But basically, you're supposed to keep your hind, your hand behind your back, but it's tethered to a belt, and she pulled it around to her side. So it was, like, just more comfy for her, but Nick's was behind his back the whole time. But anyway, he wins anyway, so. Nick wins anyway, wins immunity, um, takes Angelina. One of the things that, um... They also said in the last Wiggle Room episode was like, who knew Kara would make it so far after that photo was posted? We all thought she had nothing to lose. (laughs) Right. Um, So, yeah. So, Nick wins immunity. He takes Angelina in a very diplomatic way. He's basically like, I'm not calling Angelina a goat. I'm saying my game is not is worse off if I sit next to Kara and Mike. So I need to split them up. I need to only have one of them next to me. And Nick's a stand-up guy, or at least he's playing a stand-up. I'm sure he's a stand-up guy, but (laughs) Nick Wilson on Survivor Season 37 is a charming southern, southern boy. So he tells them before they go. Yeah, they Um, get to practice. They each take their time, whatever. Which is the best move for not pissing off your last member. Of yeah, the and he does 
like Mike and Kara, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not like... He wasn't in an alliance with Mike, but it wasn't like he wanted to cheat Kara out of that opportunity. There was no malice or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, Mike and Kara make fire. Mike makes fire pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, Kara goes home. Jabini sits at final tribal. Mm-hmm. Um... How much final tribal do we want to talk about? I We've been talking highlights. about nothing for a while. I think I think final tribal. Um, Nick does a very good job. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of describe their games, um, yeah, as one does at final tribal. <laughs> um, Nick talks about he was he played the underdog game. He played the David game. You know he was kind of. On the low end of the numbers at a lot of the points, as were most of the Davids. But he's the only David sitting there. So mm-hmm. he can talk about the Davids. He can talk about where he comes from, his home story, all of that kind of... What the season has set up as the David story. The David story. And what everyone, every TV show loves an underdog story. He's mm-hmm. playing the crowd favorite. Um, you know, talking about... Winning at the end and the moves he made and the things that he did. And even the big moves he made were with advantages and idols. Mm-hmm. The come-from-behind moves to get the numbers. So they were His the, slingshots and his, his rocks. His slingshots and his rocks to <laughs> slay the mighty Goliath. Um, so that's kind of Nick highlights his game as the underdog game. He does a very good job of it. Um, doesn't come across as cocky. No, yeah, no, he he's articulate, he's... He's a lawyer. Modest, yeah. He's presenting He's his modest argument. He's modest while still uh, articulating Confident. his game well. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, Mike White kind of presents his, you know, I was playing, I was, I'm also an actor. I was playing this, I'm just happy to be here kind of guy. <laughs> um, you know, like stumbled my way Which into the woods. Which is a great strategy. And, um, yeah, yeah. And Mike White does have a good final tribal I think if it was a little better he might have picked up another vote maybe but I don't think it would have been enough to be 5-5 five, five or whatever but I think yeah I think Nick just had the numbers you know right and as everyone always says going in they're like a lot of us are unsure but I do think a lot of people were leaning towards Nick yeah and he played a played a winner's game yeah he, he played a great game um I don't know if they just didn't show a lot of Angelina at Final Tribal because she didn't get any votes, but basically the summary of her game was like, I got rice for you guys. Yes, except there is one moment at Final Tribal where Gabby says that, you know, it's harder to be a woman in this game. Women get treated differently in this game. Congratulations for being the last woman in this game. Congratulations for finding Finding an an idol. idol. Yeah, all this stuff. Where I'm yeah. So this brings me to our dump the rice question, which I think you're going to hate. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Based on conversations we had, I think this might make you a little angry. Um, Basically, my question for you is, how do you think the final tribal votes get split if, you know, same three people, they played the same exact game, gender swap everybody, Angelo, Keeley, Michelle you, you White. You need to come up with names. Nicole Wilson. Um, I still think Nick wins. Nicole. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I still think Nicole wins. But I, I would too. probably swap Angelina and Mike's votes. I would too. I, I think, think they played a very similar game. Not similar. I disagree. 
I just think it's seen differently. I think that, I guess, I guess that, I don't know. You know what? I, I might, I might not even swap their votes. I might just give more to Nick. I think that Mike got. That's kind of what I was thinking. My yeah. first instinct was to swap the votes, give Angelo. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on this. To give Angelo. <laughs> to give Angelo three and Michelle none. Yeah. I don't know that Mike White gets any votes playing the exact same game if he's a girl. I think the game Mike White played is great. I think if he had played it up the same way, which apparently we didn't see as much of that I've heard from retrospectives, as a woman with the same fame, like the same, let's call it Lisa Philippines, you know? Let's say Lisa Philippines goes in and owns the fact that she's a child star and is like, I'm just here for the experience. Maybe she gets more than just RC's vote at the end. You know, if she like claims that as a strategy, I do think that Mike lightly claimed that as a strategy. I think if he heavily claims that as a strategy, maybe he gets another vote or two. But I do think that is kind of a gender neutral um, approach. It's the way you articulate it at final tribal where he wasn't that explicit and still got a few he got three votes and like Allison and Kara were probably gonna vote for him either way so it's kind of hard because I'm not I'm not discrediting his votes but it's like he got those votes because Allison and Kara were his people right Hubicki was the wild card right so I I guess I, I don't know that's a really hard question I do still think Nicole wins I do too uh, especially being the only David in the three. Yeah. Um, you know, winning three immunities at the end is... Huge. Seen, is more impressive for a girl. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, playing that, playing a game where you stay to the end and aren't seen as a goat. Yeah. Doesn't I, happen so much recently for, for the female players. I still think Nicole wins, and I still think it's not that close. But... I could see I Angelo getting votes. Yeah, I don't see... It's hard. So one of my big I'm things, trying to remember. So did Coach get votes in SOPA? I don't remember. Because I think so. I think Coach of, got a couple votes. Yeah. That's the kind <laughs> of... Angelina's your coach. I just think... Well, I think she's... Yeah, I think... So I, on my rewatch, found myself drawing comparisons to Angelina and Hubicki almost. Really? So here's my one thing that struck me as a big the way it was received was in my opinion wholly gendered based on gender so hubicki talks about you know in undergrad we wrote algorithms for slide puzzles stuff Mm -hmm. like that and everyone's like "Ooh, he's so smart he said algorithms he's talking about college classes angelina talks about taking negotiation classes and everyone's like this is annoying it's just talking okay but it's also day one versus late in the game when Angelina's trying to do this thing and is just overly talking to all of these exhausted, starving people who are just like, okay, Angelina, just do it. None of us want to do this because we know it'll fuck our entire games up, but if you want to do it, do it. Okay. That's what Christian, well, Christian doesn't say it in those words, but Christian is basically like, I was very grateful that Angelina did that. I was very appreciative Angelina did that. All of us could have done it. Right. But none of us want to put ourselves out there like that. 
because it could have ruined our whole games. Mm -hmm. I think also Christian said that, um, and you don't know this, Christian, because you didn't listen to his retrospective, he said that um, Mutiny got edited a little differently, and basically he only said that because all the Goliaths were like, this guy just solved this puzzle in three seconds. And he was like, no, 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 it's only slide puzzles. It's just that one thing. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was like, I'm not trying. I just, it's just that one thing. It's not all puzzles. But like, he talks about Breath First Search. It, they fucking named the episode but, Breath First Search. Okay, to me, the difference is the sincerity. Okay. To me, everything Angelina did was Felt performative. Fake. Okay. And to me, Christian can't help but be that person. Maybe Angelina can't either, but the fact when she's like, I don't want to bring this up again, but blah, 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 it seems like the, I don't want to bring this up again is really fucking fake because she brings it up every four seconds. That's fair. It just, I don't know, the academic stuff rubs me the wrong way. Um, I mean, yeah, Angelina's whole thing, like, the one of her first, might even be her first confessional of the season is, I've lived this fairy tale life. I went to Stanford. I went to Yale. I blah, blah, blah. And I don't think that in itself is received poorly. But I think when she's like, I took a negotiation class so I can negotiate for rice that they legally have to give us so we don't die. <laughs> I think that's a little different. That's fair. I think it's also like when but she was breath like. Breath First Search and Death First Search have the same worst case runtime, so he doesn't need to talk about that either. But I also think that when she talks about oh, if I hadn't sat out of that challenge, I would have won immunity. That doesn't look good either. (laughs) Then she doesn't win the puzzle challenge. She doesn't win anything. (laughs) I think think there's a difference. She wins when she's tethered to Nick Wilson. Because Christian has has a, a personality or a way that he presents himself that makes other people feel small because of their own insecurities, but he's being genuinely himself. And I think... Angelina presents with an ego that makes herself seem a little more delusional. And I think that comes across after we see her in Jacket Gate try and convince someone else to do her own dirty work because she doesn't want to look bad. She's the one who wants to steal clothing off of someone else's back, but she doesn't want to do it herself. Right. I think there's, there's a huge difference in those things. Okay. I think... Yeah, I, it's hard to find someone to compare her to because I don't even think Coach is that fair because they're so different. But I just think the way that they see themselves versus the way everyone else sees them is a a, a good-ish comparison. Okay. But, yeah, I think that maybe, I don't know, I she just she just didn't have the relationships. She had no relationships. Like, who did she have that would vote for her? Not even Mike White. Right. Like, if Mike White was on the jury, he would not have voted for her. Yeah. Davey said they were friends, but Davey wasn't going to not vote for Nick. Yeah, but I think if Nick is on the jury, I don't think Nick votes for her. Like, I, I just think that she's one of those people who tried so hard to look like she didn't get picked because no one would vote for her, but she got picked because no one would vote for her. And I do kind of think that's true, even if she's a man. Okay. I mean, I do think there's there are male goats that sit at the end. What about Ken? <laughs> Ken thought he had a shot. Like, sure, he won the last immunity, but he's still a male goat that sits at the end. Yeah. Okay. Ken had great relationships with people. Just David. 
<laughs> Jessica. Okay, Ken, Ken had close relationship with people, but was also delusional in the way he was perceived. He was performative in his loyalty thing. People saw through it. He got no votes at the end. I think that's pretty similar, actually. Okay. I do think that's a pretty good example. <laughs> just finding a male goat. <laughs> I'm, I'm just defining a male goat. She's a female goat. I mean, I think that... I know. I don't think in a different season it's any different, you know? I don't, I just think she's a goat. Yeah, I think, I think if she can reel in how a little bit extra she is. Right. I just don't think she can. Like, I just, I think in another season she rubs people the same way. Okay. Don't you? I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell. Maybe in Nicaragua, not she's fine, but <laughs> in another season with a stronger personality. <laughs> um, uh, okay, yeah, that was also my first instinct. If we gender flip, we might flip the votes, but then... But then I don't think so. I think that Michelle still gets the votes that Mike got. Maybe not Hubicki, but actually probably Hubicki. Because when I listened to Hubicki's retrospective, he basically wrote out, like, he graphed agency throughout the game and, like, kind of tried to numerically quantify who deserved his vote just based on agency, which, like, if you're on the jury, you can vote whatever way you want. I don't think the game should just be based on the agency you have. But, you know, that's the way he wanted to vote. And I think that... If it's Michelle is a woman, I mean, Mike I, Mike didn't play a very gendered game. If Michelle is a woman, does he get less credit for the agency? The votes that he kind of was one of the two or three people who were the... I think it's just Hubicki. I think it's just It's just Hubicki anyway. Yeah. I think it's just Hubicki. I think, and even, even Christian was like, Mike didn't articulate the game. I know he played very well. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it was, in the end, I kind of was very on the fence because I want to vote for Nick. But I know the game Mike played because Mike fooled me. So I wanted to vote for Mike and maybe part of that was validation. But also I think that when you play so closely with someone who's playing an under-the-radar game, you're going to vote for them. And I think that Allison did that, and Kara did that, and Christian did that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, yeah, the under-the-radar game was his problem, and the not articulating it was his problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that the under-the-radar game is the problem. It's the not problem. articulating it right. is the problem. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Final tribal, Nick wins. <laughs> Nick wins. <laughs> Season over. Um, nothing big happens at the reunion except Alex not there. Yeah, and since Nick is our thirty seventh winner, our most recent winner that will play on forty. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, <laughs> I think that there's not a lot post game to talk about. If you want to talk about Grizel a little bit, oh, we did at the beginning. Yeah, just so mentioned. yeah, so there's really not that much. There, his aren't... Twitter is a hundred percent Cincinnati Reds fan yeah. tweets. <laughs> um, so one thing Brendan and I like to talk about is how do you think Nick will do on season forty? So for me, it's really hard to tell. Mm-hmm. I think Nick played at. An under-the-radar game. Mm-hmm. As we're talking about Mike White playing an under-the-radar game, I think Nick played an under-the-radar game, and I'm not sure that people who play an under-the-radar game their first time always do so well the second time. 
Yeah. Especially, like, you know, if you're a winner playing in 40, you've seen their season. Right. You know their game. I do think, I, I think the tricky thing about 40 is we don't know, and this is also the tricky thing about EOE that Brendan and I were talking about before the game when we were, like, trying to draft our teams, you don't know how the returners are going to be perceived. You know, you don't know what the atmosphere is going to be. Is it going to be like, let's pick off all of these, like, let's get Parvati out right away. Let's get Boston uh, Rive out right not. away. Like, if that's the if that's the atmosphere, Nick is fine, you know? Right. If he makes it to the merch. Because he's not a big name yet. Exactly. But He could be. It de- really depends on the tribes. It depends, like, if they're half old school, half new school, or if there's, like, six old school, four new school, he might be in trouble. But I do kind of have faith in Nick and being the one that makes it to the mix-up of those new school people. You know, it's hard to tell. Right, and something you've mentioned with, you know, the not, I don't want to say older, but the old from school, old school like the beginning season players like Zone zone <laughs> has never played with idols right if you want to look at the reverse nick has played with the most idols and advantages yes thrown into the game so if you want to say that puts a target on his back that he's navigated that before and if he's on a tribe with a bunch of old school players who are like i don't want to deal with somebody who already knows how to do this that mm-hmm. could put a target on his back right away too Be right but it also in my opinion being a casual um, You're not a casual at this point. You called me a casual last time we did this. Yeah, but you had you've seen like twelve seasons since the last time we did this. <laughs> um, but just being someone, I don't usually watch Ponderosa. I don't usually listen to Rob has a podcast just because I still have so many seasons to watch. <laughs> um, you don't I usually want spoilers. Well, not that as much as I usually spend my time binging seasons as mm-hmm. opposed to you know delving, but. I was flagged to do this podcast, so I've been (laughs) delving into the Nick Wilson stuff, and, um, you know, the stuff that when you watch the show, you kind of suspect, like, maybe Nick could have done a little better in challenges and have been more of a threat in the beginning, and then he kind of admits to that, if you know that he admits to that, that could rub people the wrong way, too. Yeah, it could. It It just might be harder to play an under-the-radar game. I'm not sure he can play the same game he played in DVG. In 40. Right. Which, so it's hard to predict. I think he might have to demonstrate value a little bit more. Um, <laughs> don't laugh like I'm denising him. Um, I just think, I think that there's going to be a lot of distractions in 40. And another thing that we Yo-y. haven't talked about <laughs> is Edge of Extinction will be in play for 40. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that is big too. Yeah, I think... The thing that scares me about Edge of Extinction for 40, everything, <laughs> everything of Extinction for 40, <laughs> is that I think one of the things that the general consensus that went wrong for season 38's Edge of Extinction is no one left. Yeah. I can't see any winners leaving. I can't I, see anyone leaving either. So um, they might have to, like, I hope they dump. I don't think they will. Brendan, you can cut this if you want to. I kind of have a suspicion that if it's Boston Rob, they won't. No, 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 no. <laughs> but if anyone else is, I think that um, you know Jeff had for a long time said that he didn't want to do an all winter season because people won't be happy with it no matter what. And I kind of think that the Edge of Extinction concept 
was the way to get him to agree to it. You know, if your favorite person gets voted off first, don't worry, they're still on your TV. So I think that... um, But everyone's on your TV less than collectively. Yes, but we don't need introductions, you know? We know these people. And I think that, like, I'm not going to say who I think they are, but I think Jeff's other thing about not doing an all-winter season is there's, like, some stinkers. (laughs) (laughs) And I definitely think there's some stinkers. And I think everyone thinks there's some stinkers, and everyone has different people that they think are stinkers, except for Boston Rob. Everyone loves him. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, um, you know, like, some of my – I have two of my favorite winners that I think people don't like both of them. Not – I think – there are a lot of people that don't like one of them and a lot of people that don't like the other one of them. So I think that everyone has their own opinions and I think that makes it really hard and you don't want to see your favorite winner get booted first. And, you know... But you also kind of do. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like... I mean, I don't want my favorite winners booted first, but I'd get a weird sense of competitive satisfaction from it. Like, if I liked their game so much the first time, yeah. I would love seeing how they go home. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's true. Especially, and then, you know, I think a lot of the winners have played more than once, but someone like Nick Wilson, who's never been voted out before. You know, there are a lot of winners that also haven't. I think, I don't know the numbers, but, you know, 37 is on, 36 is on, 35 is on. 34 is on, but they were a returner when they won. 33 is on. 32 is on. 31 is on. The they were a returner when they won. I'm, uh, yeah. But so there's, so there's a lot of people, yeah. Just things like that, like when you watch Amanda's third season and it's like, this is the first time she's ever been voted off, you right. know? Um, it's stuff like that, like, Nick Wilson's never been voted off before. I'd be intrigued to see how they vote him off, just because he's plays a good strategic game. Uh-huh. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. So, I, yeah, I have high hopes for 40. I think that, um, or I am at least choosing to believe that they needed to do the Edge of Extinction concept for 40, and after 40, it'll be done. But I don't think it'll be is terrible. Is it confirmed it's on 39? It's not on it's 39. Not on 39. It's not on 39. 39 no. is just, just uh, Robin 45 Sandra minutes a out. week of Boston <laughs> Robin's face. The episode is 42 minutes, so don't even. But <laughs> commercials will also be Boston Robin. Um, but, yeah, so I think I think that um, it won't be ta- – I'm excited. I'm excited for 40, for sure. And I think that it won't have the same implications on the game – that it had in 38. And that's all I want to say about that. I think as far as purpling people we don't know and people I still don't know who made it to Final Tribal. Exactly. (laughs) Actually, all three of them, I don't really know who made it to Final Uh Tribal. Um, I think that won't be there. Yeah. Because all of them probably got a winner at it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And also after 38, and even kind Boston of... Boston Rom got four with 37, I think we can kind of throw the edgic out the door, um, which is reading the edit. You know, like, especially after 38, there's we don't no... Talk you about can't, 38. Yeah, okay. Anyway, 
Is there anything else you'd like to say before we wrap this up? I think that was most of what I had. We went in an order that maybe made some sense. Yeah, and if it didn't, I'm sure, like, Brendan can fix everything later. (laughs) Brendan fix us. Thanks, Brendan. We love you. (laughs) Okay, so um, I hope you guys enjoyed this last episode of The Road to 40. We're very excited for season 40 to start. I'm sure we'll put out our... um, pre-season 40 episodes soon as well as our draft and um some other thoughts on the upcoming season brendan and i have been very excited for season 40 for like a very long time now so i'm sure we'll have all the content coming for you um other than that um follow us on twitter at survivor wc pod and um subscribe to us on itunes all this fun stuff that brendan always says for me at the end that i can never remember And, um, yeah, that's it. So goodbye. Thank you for listening. Um, it was just Allie the whole time. (laughs) That's not true. I promise. And we'll smell you later. Bye.